Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I gotta go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Cold planet, hot asses. (laughs) We saw the journey, colon, absolution. So you know what that means. We are live in Los Angeles to talk about the 1997 sci-fi classic, Absolution. It is a movie where you could easily be confused because I thought it was the Absolution with Mario Lopez, which I found out is an actual real thing. (laughs) 
he does have a workout video called The Absolution. <laughs> he also has one called The Ab Final Solution. That's really, don't watch that. It was a weird period in Mario Lopez's life. Um, I was thinking before the show started, how do I describe this movie? It's tough. Mario Lopez is in a world that has been destroyed by an asteroid and then 30 years later, but we don't know when that 30 years started. We'll get into that in the main part of the episode. But 30 years later, it seems like most of New America is in the Antarctic. And he's a soldier who's transferring to another base and I don't know much more than that. I mean, I know weird things are afoot. Richard Grieco. <laughs> really, that's all I need to say about that. And Jamie Presley has no problem getting into a secure military facility multiple times. <laughs> like, it seems like this place is like the outpost from the thing. It is very far away. Well, again, we'll break it all down, but I can't break anything down without my co-host. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. Jason Manzoukas! What's up, jerks? How we doing, Largo? Yeah, that's right. I don't. I watched this movie this afternoon, Paul. Don't yeah. remember it at all. It is a zero to me. This movie is really odd because... Is it? I'd love for you to tell me about it. I just watched that trailer and I was like, huh. Well, when you put all the scenes together quickly, it does like, oh, right. Not much happens, but when you put it all together, it seems like a different movie. It feels like a... Nickelodeon version of Starship Troopers I, with tits, which well, sounds right up my alley. And yet, I was like, why is any of this a movie? Well, to your point, that's really the thing I have no real answers for, and I hope our audience might. It is a movie. It is rated Prove R. It. Like, it, like... It has all the trappings of a sci-fi, not like a science fiction film, a sci-fi channel film. Um, yeah, because but yet it takes place in two rooms, basically. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was one room that has a little bit more, but there's one dirt room, which is kind of a fun little motif. Um, but yeah, it's, it's dirty. Not dirty, it's, it's R. There's a lot of fucks by one character in particular. Um, which I don't think any of them were scripted. But anyway, we'll, we'll break all that down. Oh, um, I can't wait to get into it. I love, I love myself some Greco. 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 Oh, um, Greco in this, thank God for Greco is what I wrote in my notes. If how? not for Greco, we would be fucked. I came into this world not liking Greco when he took over for Johnny Depp as Booker. Fuck Booker. Hanson was better on 21 Jump Street. Then Booker got his own fucking show, and it sucked. Anyway, <laughs> sorry if you're not over 40. <laughs> Who would have thought that Greco at this point in time would be more viable? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get him back together. Gotta get him back together. For the love of Pete. <laughs> For the love of Pete. 
And for the love of Pete, let's bring out our next co-host. She might have an opinion about Richard Grieco. Uh, she may not. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss June Diane Raphael. Hello. How are you, June? I'm not well after this viewing. I spoke to our guest backstage. This movie put us in a bad mood. I, I wanted to ask you, where do you fall in Richard Grieco? Was that someone that was on your radar? Are you a Grieco Frico? No, I'm not. And in fact, I said to our surprise guest backstage, I said, I... Is he from 21 Jump Street? Yeah. And she said, yes. Uh-oh, I already revealed her gender. But I said, you know, I, 21 Jump Street for me, I have this memory flipping around the channels and always being bummed if the only thing that was on was 21 Jump Street. <laughs> I know. How dare you? you? You were bummed that the most important show in television history was on? I for was me, for... it was a cop show for kids. Yes. What better thing could you get? Yes. It was great. The only thing better was WizKids. It was yes. the same. I felt the same way I did. Real show. Real show. Real good. I felt the same good. way when I was watching Saturday morning cartoons and the only thing that was on was Steampipe Alley. Oh, well, that was a rough one. I don't right, even, but that's I don't how even I know felt. what that is. That's a, oh. that's a New York-specific thing. Mario Cantone hosted a show on... No, Channel 11. Channel 11. And yeah, he would right. be like, hey, that's kids, right. what's up? And it was just him in an alley with a bunch of kids, but like a, a set alley. <laughs> and he would what? throw so the like, cartoon. Sesame had a street? Yeah, he had Steam, an alley. Steampipe had an alley? Yes. That was it. And there were a lot of pipes. Um, I, I was looking for facts of life. I was looking for other things. I, I hated not, Steampipe Alley. Oh, I, I hated did too. It. I wasn't looking for Twenty One Jump Street. So no, I've. I mean, I've seen other work of his, of course. Have you? Maybe not. Actually, Greco? the only thing I, I was, know is so you a thousand dollars to name <laughs> oh, one I won't other be able Richard to. Greco. I will be able to. But listen, we'll bring out our guest. But I, I just have to will say, we? we will. I just have to say, I do think. This is Mario Lopez's best work. I do. Well, guess what? We got... I do. We, this, that's, I do. that's it. Introduce the guest. Uh, well, and again, when you said <laughs> why, I have an answer. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is a guest who has not appeared live with us for a very long time over Zooms. Yes, but not next to us on stage. She co-hosts Deep Dive with June Diane Rayfield. Please welcome Jessica St. Clair. Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. As I said to June, this film was picked for you because <laughs> you hate feel? a trash can fire. <gasps> And this Shirtless movie... Mario Lopez, you wrote us an email that said, never have me back on the podcast unless Mario Lopez is shirtless. I brought this on myself. I would rather literally catch my own hair on fire in a trash can fire than watch this horrible film that made me so angry. I was so mean to my family afterwards. Yeah. I was like, get the fuck to 
And that was to Dan? (laughs) That was to your husband? I know. It it ruined my day. It ruined. I watched you with an angry face watching this movie in our living room on an iPad with earbuds in because when I was watching it in front of the children, there was a lot of F-bombs going on. So much so that my my littlest came up to me and was like, Dad, and he's like, shut the fuck up from the thing. I was like, oh, sorry, what, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, tried to turn it off real quick. And he was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just watching and a profanity machine. he was like, are machine. you watching The Journey, colon, Absolution? <laughs> I, I, I really think, like, this movie, I knew we were in store for something good when the first three shots are asteroid, Earth explodes, title credit, Mario Lopez. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but in between each of those, just lava. <laughs> Like, the, like the as ma- if they took it from YouTube, which did not it's, exist. It's just but B-roll. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. B-roll, B-roll of lava for the whole credit sequence of as if the movie is going to be about lava people. I was like, I guess we're in a volcano planet. What a love Guess that. what? No way. The Arctic. Well, and, and, and they do something that is so upsetting to me. I talked about this in, the, in a previous podcast where like, I like to just slowly ease into a How Did This Get Made movie. You and, do? Well, because... <laughs> do, the, do the movies ever let that happen? Not really, no. I find these movies to be assaulting. They slap you <laughs> in I, the I, face. I start with a kick in the crotch and they end with <laughs> spitting on my face. And I'm like, how much did I do this for? But I will say that it's really rough to drop VO exposition in a credit sequence that's separated by black. So it's like, it's been 800 hours. Black, music, 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 credits, credits, credits. I'm almost there. It's like, wait, like, like you can't separate now, sentences. I, I will tell you all, and I'm not afraid to say this. I, I rewound, because as the movie, as we got into it, I thought, oh, I've missed something. Me too. Me too. I've missed something so important. Yes. That's going to unlock the keys to the kingdom. And the narrative has become so clear. All of us did the same thing. I went back. I must have watched that credit sequence. Yep. Seven to eight times. I figured, oh, (laughs) maybe I I looked away and missed a crawl or a thought. Yes. Maybe there were people crawling up. And and then it just says, nothing. 30 years later. So, from what I understand... From now? 30 years from now? 30 years from asteroid impact. Right. So, I would imagine this movie comes out in 1997, but there's also an alternative history, which we should get into at one point, but... That's crazy. Yeah. So, in 1997, this happened. Uh, And from what we understand is that the Earth becomes lava... And nothing really has changed. Like, turtle wax is still around because at one point, Mario Lopez says, hey, what do you, shine those shoes with turtle wax? And I was like, wow, turtle wax made it through the apocalypse. Like, <laughs> There's also, like, I, just to get back to the how confusing it was, and, Paul, you mentioned the absolutely pointless and needless Mario Lopez voiceover. Yes. And the real insanity is the movie is confounding... And without plot, to a degree that they put it together and said, we got to put some VO in here to make sense of this. Is so that we'll drop, it? It's we'll after the in. fact. That's that? what I was it wondering. Was it oh, after it's the post. fact? It's absolutely. Because okay. they were like, we got to, because this makes no sense. And, and the 
VO makes it double confusing. Well, the VO, because I I believe... Like Philip Marlowe? Well, this is the thing, because he does VO throughout the movie a couple times where they sit on his face. Um, Well, (laughs) that happens later. Um, But I will say that I don't think that... If somebody is going to sit on your face, VO might be the best thing to do. (laughs) It muffles, it gives you a shake. Here's what I'll say. The, the, The way that he read the lines is wrong, I believe. Because he <laughs> says, and I just listened to it right before I came out here. <laughs> he says, 800 hours. We're almost there. Like, it's 800 hours since I've been traveling. But I think what he wanted to say was, it's 800 hours. Like, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Yeah. But he Military. said it like, it's uh-huh. 800 hours. Zero 800. Is right. what he, he, he meant, he's meaning to say 8 a.m. Right, because later on, he goes, what, what time is it? And some guy goes, 922. And he goes, yeah, I thought that. I thought that, but when I think, I think in military time. Incorrectly. I thought that? You never think, I see, I thought it was 922. See, like, 9 o'clock, this is so, sure, this is so important, Paul, because I thought it was an intentional 800 hours. And I thought, wow, where do you go that takes 800 hours? Yeah. Right. Life takes 800 hours. How long hours. is like, that? Like, how long is that flight? And then I thought... 52 hours in a day. Yeah, and then I was how like, long? oh, that's... Like, yeah, how long do you travel the whole hours? world? A couple times. 16 days? Siri, how many days is 800 hours? 33 days. Yeah, 33 right. days. Okay, but so how long does it take to travel around the Earth? I cannot imagine. This is already 47 more hours. Research. 47 hours. This is already more research than the screenwriters okay, for this movie. Okay. Well, no, but okay. this is important. This is important okay, because, no. Jessica, what this important is important to me. Let me say this. Jessica, <laughs> is so what, what is important is that I really thought, because that 800 hours was with me throughout the movie, and I was like, Oh, they're in a different planet. Like they are like not the whole planet. planet. They are not. He I would have gone. Or, I just did some more research. Seventeen times around the world, he could have gone in eight hundred hours. But to be clear, he is We're saying it's eight a.m. Yes. Well, now, I, now that changes <laughs> so everything. None of this factors in doesn't, doesn't matter. to the movie. This is when I knew we were in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by. Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I love Disgraceland. Jason loves Disgraceland. What is Disgraceland? Well, it's an award-winning podcast that blends music, pop culture, and true crime with a deeply researched storytelling and cinematic sound design. Okay, Jake Brennan is a genius, and he's talking about everyone from Jerry Lee Lewis to the Wu-Tang Clan, all right? I mean, we're talking about ACDC to Cardi B, and Disgraceland is expanding to include stories from beyond the world of music. We're talking about Anthony Bourdain, Kobe Bryant, Steve McQueen, Andy Warhol, Heath Ledger, this is a must-listen show. I love it so much. If you want to listen to full episodes of Disgraceland, they're released every Tuesday with bonus after-party episodes released every Thursday. Check out Disgraceland on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast app, or disgracelandpod.com. I feel really misled, Jess, because when I said, what movie are we doing with Jessica? Paul said, a Mario Lopez and Jamie Presley movie. And I was like, oh, great. That's what I thought. I go, let me watch that yes. romantic comedy. I was like, Thank let you. Let me see them have sex. For bringing Not that. Not the fucking awful sex scene we saw <laughs> what? on a single bed that went on for four and a half hours. Are you kidding fast me? Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. That fast was the forward, most realistic sex scene I've ever <laughs> seen. All sex <laughs> happens with no lower body movement. And maximum back arching. The in the scene, she Jamie is. Presley appears as though she's trying to back bend away from him. Yes, she I is. Wait for this movie. She is. She took her tits out for this. She is That's wearing a multiple a women took their tits deal. out for this movie, and, th and that upset me. Women were harmed the during the making of this movie. Slows down as it goes. That's not how it works. To me, the sex scene to me felt like it's like a party game. Like you put it on and everyone has to hit a button and be like, I, it's going to end now. Oh, longer? Like it It's like everyone's crazy. like, no, now it's definitely got to end now. There's got to be crazy. some rule about like lower body movement because I felt like there was somebody off camera being like, no, 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 you can't move. Can't move your butts. Can't move your butts or your legs. Well, Only arms, <laughs> necks, heads, and, and But it's an R-rated movie. It's R. It definitely is a bit like... The body parts are out multiple <laughs> times, yeah. and you know I, I, I'd like to see his, his, butt, his butt's bald in there. Penis. Barely. That's, his his butt, you're right. That's what I'd like to see his hairless penis. That's, That's what I'd like to you're see. You're on record. That's going to be in like Entertainment <laughs> Weekly's quote of the week. <laughs> I want to see Overheard his hairless. Overheard at Largo, loud woman <laughs> screaming. <laughs> 
that she wants to see Mario Lopez's bare penis and balls revealed hairless, to be Jessica St. Clair. Hairless. hairless. I said sorry. bald hairless. penis. Send that to Dumois. Someone bald. send that to Dumois. Uh, so here's, was, here's yeah. one thing, Paul, about the sex scene and the lower body. So I... So earlier on, they've established that they don't take their boots off as cadets. They never take those boots never. off. I don't think he had those boots on while he's having sex with her. He doesn't play by the rules. Okay, that's he's a hot fine. shot. He's but a hot I shot. I will say, I don't know if you felt this, Jessica, but I found there. I mean, the men have their shirts off the entire movie, which is and fine. They're off. in their underwear. But, they're in but I, like, what I really, guys, we're all screaming. What I really. I really resented was the length of those undies. Yes! <laughs> it's like a so underwear situation. So much so that I, I are those military issue? They're terrible. Like, is that what's going on? They look like like pants. They look like, they look like a sports uniform. Like yeah, pants. They, look they look like, like jodhpurs. They look like what old-fashioned baseball players used to yes, have to wear. I, yes. I didn't want to bring this up this early, but I feel like it's Are you wearing to- them? <laughs> I got him. It's um, what you put on when you make a covenant with God <laughs> that you're not going to ever take them <laughs> Another, okay, so another, another bit of connection for you in this film, Jessica, uh, is that this movie is directed by the same guy who directed A Talking Cat. Oh. <laughs> this makes total sense. And, but more importantly... He is known for a series of features called the 1313. He released one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Like, I, I think he released over 14 films, <laughs> or maybe the 13 um, films that all f- heavily feature men in boxer briefs. Wow. That's like his calling card. Is wow. these films? You know what's unfortunate, though, Paul. So, I, I, the, all of the men have wonderful figures, but they all look so terrible because of the cut of those undies, and it was just so distressing. And at one point during the sex scene, Mario Lopez, his lower body is of course not moving, but you can't. He's see. paralyzed. He's on top of her like he's trying to pin her in wrestling. Yeah. Like Like a starfish. That's called giving someone the starfish. Uh, I can't imagine that's true. (laughs) I mean, I want to show you a little bit of these. these, uh, Yes. We got got a lot of the uh, just chat. This is where it gets real because there's butts and stuff in it. This is where it felt Starship Troopers to me. Yeah, uh, I guess we don't have a good shot of the underwear. I'm sorry. Maybe there's another another part of it. Okay, that brings me. I'm glad you showed that, Paul. Here's (laughs) that man that we just saw on screen. Is he an alien? Well, here's Only a good Grico question. is. Are you sure? No, what Grico happened? Heal his cigar burn. So what happens? Uh, so what happens? Is, I believe. <laughs> okay. Go on. Now this, I really, this is one. I really am going to go out on a limb okay. here. Okay. And this movie is c- completely plotless. I believe. <laughs> but what I think is happening is Grico is the only actual alien. 
He gives what is it, Team Z or yeah, the, Team yeah. Z, the Z, 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 Z team. Z team. Z team yeah. He gives them steroids that are his blood. So he's and giving them and fluids. and fluids or whatever. <laughs> so then that's why they get healed because he can heal from gunshots and right. so forth. That's why they heal. That's why they start to feel really zombified or whatever. I think it's because they've been given his blood. Okay, that's um, probably right. Yeah. His jizz. His fluids. He's fluid. Jason, <laughs> please use the proper term fluid. I'm so sorry. And I he is... I would have that sex scene. Like when Mario Lopez is up in the skylight and Grico's just coming on all the guys. <laughs> but I, but I am... Z! And they're all like, this is what I signed up for. Who knows how many people, how much of humanity is left? Is this worth it? But all right, so are we to believe that when the asteroid hit the Earth 30 years ago, Richard Grieco was on that asteroid? Oh. Hmm. I don't know. I, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Because he seems, seems to have to a theorize, good knowledge of human history. The movie seems to theorize that that was meant to um, weaken the planet so that they could take, like, over. take over more easily okay. at this point. That right? was and, what they said was like the soft assault or something like yeah. that. Um, That's what Mario was giving that girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's back, baby. Jessica's back. She's got to go. Take care, Jess. Here's my question, though. Why why did Grieco need them to, like, reach some sort of physical peak and do all of this work? Because they were all going to survive. Because here's the thing. But I don't know if it's to survive because it seems like they just had to get into that machine, that tilt-a-whirl thing where... If they couldn't survive that one thing, there was no way they could. The next machine, the next that wasn't the that was some sort of like can they handle it machine. The next machine that Greco's in at the end is some sort of like teleport or something. But now, meanwhile, that Mario Lopez is kind of what? Yeah, was that it? Resolution Resolution Day. Day? Reclamation Reclamation Day. Day. But but the but the machine, but the machine that like sucks up Greco at the end, like. There's a sequel here, right? Because he went up. Did he? That's what I said to Jason it, it backstage. Said, I said, "What? Ha, what is the last moment in your?" In, in- I don't know what it means. I just know what I saw. <laughs> yeah, and so. that's at the end of an entire movie. That's a failure. Yeah. If I, I watch the my final eyes saw. images. So there's a thing that says malfunction, malfunction, malfunction. Yes, saw that. Rico wants Jamie Presley to go with him so that he can dot, dot, dot. I'm not sure. She doesn't. And because it malfunctions, it explodes. Now, we do see Rico get, tele- Rico get teleported away. Right. Successfully or not, I'm not sure. But I don't know what Jamie Presley to was going to be in that machine with him. Yeah, and she hadn't been given his jizz at all. So she was just. Not yet. She was going to get right away. There is a moment that I've never seen a more tired actress in my life. Yes. Like, she had the gun to her head. He has his gun to his head. And now. She was exhausted. She looks like. <clears throat> my, do you want to know my theory? 
Yes. My theory is they had Greco for one day. Okay. They shot his whole thing yeah. in one day, and that was the last setup. And Jamie Presley was like, I am donezo. I've it was been just here for so 19 hours. Because her face wasn't like, I'm tired because I'm scared or I'm exhausted from like the physicality of this moment and this man has kept me captive. It was just like, I'm tired of doing this. Yeah. Yeah. She really looks checked anymore. out. And I checked think the thing out. that I'm putting together is, and once you see it, you can't unsee it with this movie. Richard Grieco is reading off of cue cards. That's oh, yeah. what I thought. And, he, and, he goes back at times. Back, well, he's, like, he's always like he's, like, he's like, let me tell you something. When or I he do does you. this, actually, he go, he he does this. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He double talks yes. twice, and that's why I there's like, so many the fucks. Fuck? There's that, so many it, fucks. He was he was like, I'll give you one take, even if I flub it, you use it. Yeah, and Jamie Presley's like, I took my tits off for this shit. Fuck you, Greco. Now, Fuck meanwhile. You. Also, I believe... You don't even know your lines? I have another big theory on this movie. That he was a last-minute addition, and they shot a majority before they locked him in because, in my opinion, if you took away Richard Grieco, it could be that guy from Avatar, right? That, um... Stephen Lang? Stephen Lang. Like, like you know, or, or the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. Because at one point, Mario Lopez is in the bunk, and he starts doing an impression of the guy who's like, well, I'll say you never done do things well, and that. He, what, yes. And I'm like, well, that's not his voice at all. And to bolster oh, that yeah. point, Mario Lopez, when he arrives, is told by the guy that escorts him to his bunk that the guy that Greco's character, we haven't met Greco yet, but Greco's character doesn't like Yankees right. or people from yes. Queens. Yes. And he's a good old Southern boy, is what they're in, like intimating. But then Greco is just full blown Greco. And Greco turns. <laughs> Not liking queens into something incredibly offensive. Different. Uh, I mean, here's a little bit of, uh, this is a little bit of like what you get in uh, a Richard Grieco performance. Can I just say, this is the sum total number of people who are in this movie. Yes. And this this is one of the two rooms these people occupy for the whole movie. this movie looks like it could have been shot on this stage. Yes. I, I, I felt that, like I this... said that I've watched Chipotle training videos that had more cinematography. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why have you watched Chipotle training Don't worry videos? About it. Real question. Writer strike, baby. I gotta be prepared. I gotta be prepared. Oh my God. Scoop that avocado, baby. <laughs> um, here's a little uh, Richard Grieco. Is this man your new barracks being? Sir, yes, sir! What is his name? Sir, I don't know, sir! We haven't met yet, sir! For the love of Pete, does anybody know this rat's name? Sir, his name is Murphy, sir! Cadet Hubbard! Yes, sir! Advance Cadet Murphy and stand at his attention. You have been negligent toward your fellow squad member. As a gesture of apology and redeem your lost honor, you will pay him a tribute of 61 push-ups. 10! 10! For each letter of his name and one to grow on. And you're gonna perform this task in the hopes you're Reading cue cards, reading cue cards. Yes, sir. That's just a little taste of the Greek. Um, he has a writing crop, but yes, this is not written. No one was like, we really need a Richard Grieco type. It's it's out of character for him. 
At the same way that you would never give rich, a Richard Grieco character the repeated catchphrase for the love of Pete. <laughs> that just doesn't sound like him, and he never sounds right saying. But let's also then walk one step further and go, at one point, Richard Grieco brings Mario Lopez into a room, and they have this scene about the Bay of Pigs invasion. Oh, yeah. This is fascinating. It is. As we speak about do you, this, do you have it to play? I, I believe I do. Okay. As we speak about it, I start to believe that Richard Grieco improvised everything. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so here, just take a listen, and we can kind of unpack this here. As right, here we go. The Bay of Pigs. The Bay of Pigs. Yes, the Bay of Pigs, nineteen hundred and sixty-three. General Oswald and his men slaughtered. 2,000 Marines on the shores of Dallas, Texas. General Roswell, on the shores of Texas. Yeah. A military genius. Wife Marilyn by his side. A glorious, glorious slaughter. Yes, sir. Marilyn. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Okay, so... I guess it can't be improvised because there is a picture think, of Oswald on the wall. I think I can explain okay. this. I think this is the first piece of evidence that he's an alien. Okay. okay he's, he's, know he's US jumbled history. up history incorrectly, and okay. they think he's crazy. But in fact, he's just an alien who's gotten history wrong. That's why Mario Lopez is like, I'm not sure it's Dallas or whatever he's. But how could he have gotten this far in the program? And like when people came into his office, like, why you have this picture of Nixon on your wall? Like the asteroid hit in 1997. Like, I don't know, but that's my that's what I mean. That's my best guess. I don't think the movie takes place in an alternate history. I agree. Where see, this is what I thought happened. I thought. It wasn't our first clue that he was an alien. What I thought was whatever's happened to planet Earth, or maybe we're on another planet, because again, I thought it took 800 hours to get there. <laughs> we have lost history. That's what so, I thought. So okay. because of the pandemic, the virus that hit, because the pandemic has hit. By the way, point. the only one time they reference it. Well, yes. The did it hit? There's a virus it seemed like an asteroid hit. hit more than the pandemic, it seems like. Well, one probably followed the other. <laughs> So many things happened, and in that time, history got rewritten, which I was actually like, oh, that's the only interesting idea in this movie. Yeah. That perhaps, like... I would go along with... Catastrophic events actually... Yeah, actually created a generation that has rewritten history. Now, the one question I have, though, is Mario Lopez has been sent from, I believe, something called The Agency... Is that no. right? Well, no. I believe, well, he's referred to as an agent, oh. but I don't know what organization he's not He's not a new recruit like he's pretending. No, no he no. requested transfer because his best friend, who when they meet, seem like they've never met each other in their entire life. They speak to each other in such a way. Hey, man, okay, the, and what's that, going on? It was like... <laughs> that poor actor, the monologue that he has to deliver... About what Reclamation Day is, or Recreation Day, well, or Rejuvenation Day. He's just day, as confused or, as we are. It is. I was like, this is, if you put these words in front of me and I had to deliver them, this man is He was embarrassed. He was embarrassed. Like, and some sort of, I know this sounds crazy, but the stars have to align with another solar system. <laughs> now, 
Then I, I do, and he's like, else. I think it happens every 30 years. Now, here's the interesting thing. <laughs> yes, In my impression crazy. of this, Mario Lopez <laughs> is a military man. I'd like to perform that monologue. That monologue, at and he—it's long too. It's oh, yeah. very long. As well, we're and talking it, about. It barely sheds light on the events of the movie. Yes, I mean, if we're going to talk about big monologues, we got to go backwards for a second and talk about the Jamie Presley monologue, which then is oh. the precursor to the sex oh. scene because it's like she's like, "Yeah, my parents were killed." I became That's a sex a movie worker. I wanted to see. And he's like, yes. great, let's watch. That's can we have Coal sex Miner's now? daughter. I want to see that. Never saw that movie. Sure. Is that what it's about? Wait. 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 <laughs> Hang on. How is it Never like Coal Miner's daughter, movie. Jessica? Go ahead. I'd love to think I'd love to hear what you think Coal Miner's daughter is about <laughs> and how it relates to this movie specifically. Okay. Please go ahead. Can you give a spotlight There's- to St. Clair? There's a, there's a, um, what's that song? Fancy, don't let them down. You know, about raising yes. that. That's, that's not coal miner's daughter. <laughs> I always felt like that was sort of similar plot. I'm here to tell you that coal miner's daughter uh, is about uh, Loretta Lynn. That's right. Who uh, was raised in rural Kentucky, okay. married at the age of 13, begins writing and singing her own country songs in the early, in her early 20s. And with the tireless help of her husband, Oliver Mooney, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, different. Loretta rises from local honky-tonks to small-town okay, record deals. It's a little bit different. At what point does different. she survive a dystopian future <laughs> in which her parents are killed because one has the plague, one doesn't, and then she becomes a sex worker at the outpost? Does Loretta Lynn sing Fancy? God damn it. But, 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 this is, hold on. I'd like on. to watch Cole Miner's but, hold on, like but, wait, wait, but Jess is right. Jess might be right because, uh, I, I, There's always because, a connection. Uh, it, because Sissy Spacek was in another film. Okay. Called Prime. I guarantee St. Clair okay. didn't know Sissy Spacek was in Cole Miner's Daughter. She admitted to never having seen the movie. Okay, well, I just want to give her a little, I want to give Jess her flowers. Because Why? The first, the Thank first you, Paul. Film, Paul takes first, care of me. The, Paul takes the, care Why? I don't understand. I heard you say the same thing in the same voice backstage. I don't, I'm just going to clarify. Paul me with my cords. So Jessica, she takes care of me. Jessica came over the other day and I was, she was putting an outfit together and and I said, just maybe try like a button down shirt on it. And she grabbed one of Paul's shirts and she put it on and she said, I like the way this shirt feels. And I said, okay. And then she said, as she was buttoning it up, she goes, Paul takes care of me. It was the strangest he thing. Does. <laughs> when I need to figure out where a dongle goes into what cord, I, it's I, Paul I who answers to... the phone. Oh, Not God. you, he fucking does. assholes. Please he does keep take care calling of you. Paul. <laughs> Please, let it be Paul. (laughs) So I would like to say that Jessica is kind of right because Sissy Spacek, her first film was a movie with with Lee Marvin and Gene Hackman called The Prime Cut, 
where she played an orphan named Poppy who gets sold into prostitution. There we go. That's no, no. (laughs) There we go. I I say no. (laughs) This is not a win for St. Clair. Six degrees of sissy spacing. That's the game we're playing, folks. You could name any other sissy spacing. Also, twenty-five years later, in the in the Lonesome Dove prequel, Sissy Spacek also played a uh, a former prostitute now married with children, and the residents must be okay with her previous occupation. I don't understand. Wonderful. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Is it it simply the connection? Is there's a sex worker in the in the movie? (laughs) Yeah. Then, then Pretty Woman is like this movie. Okay. Now you're making connections. That's called Yes And. Oh, God. I love Disgraceland. Jason loves Disgraceland. What is Disgraceland? Well, it's an award-winning podcast that blends music, pop culture, and true crime with a deeply researched storytelling and cinematic sound design. Okay, Jake Brennan is a genius, and he's talking about everyone from Jerry Lee Lewis to the Wu-Tang Clan, all right? I mean, we're talking about ACDC to Cardi B, and Disgraceland is expanding to include stories from beyond the world of music. We're talking about Anthony Bourdain, Kobe Bryant, Steve McQueen, Andy Warhol, Heath Ledger, This is a must-listen show. I love it so much. If you want to listen to full episodes of Disgraceland, they're released every Tuesday with bonus after-party episodes released every Thursday. Check out Disgraceland on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast app, or disgracelandpod.com. Have you ever read the entire plot of a horror movie on Wikipedia? Because you gotta know what happens, but you kind of are too terrified to watch it? Well, then you need to check out HeadGum's Horror Movie Recap Podcast, Too Scary, Didn't Watch. Each week, resident Brave host, Sammy Smart, recaps all the gory details of a different horror movie to her scary cat co-hosts, Emily Gonzalez and Henley Cox. They've recapped almost 200 movies from classics like The Exorcist to recent horror films like Hereditary. Past guests include Haley Joel Osment, Betsy Sodaro, and Paul F. Tompkins. Subscribe to Too Scary didn't watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So here's what I'll say. Jamie Presley delivers this monologue about her parents dying, her being, uh, you know, sold into sex work and entertaining these men, and now she's here. And then it leads into a sex scene. It seems to me the worst possible time to have a sex scene, right? Like, yeah, and then I became a sex worker. Great. Also, Sex like, no? Mario, I don't need <laughs> she you to tell says, me it's okay. She also says she, that she didn't like it. She has, like, a very negative yeah. reaction to it. And then it segues directly into, like, pretty uncomfortable sex. And the best, it's the best beginning of sex of all time because... It is? She, well, what, what, what I will say is it's so That's choreographed. claim, Paul. Because she has her bra off, but it is still placed over her breast. So she lays down... The it bra was, can be easily peeled, but like it's 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 okay, unhooked. Okay, see, this is why I said women were harmed during the making of this movie because <laughs> yes. when she had that bra just laying across her, I was like, "Good, Jamie. Good. Like, you know what kind of movie this is. Like that was a great choice yes. for you." And then in the next frame, it's off, and I think something must, some conversation must have happened. As they often do. Yeah. Did they show her the dailies of that one woman who took off her bra in the in the previous scenes? Like, it looks so good. That's the most I uncomfortable don't, and scene. And she's no, forced to wear her pantyhose. That poor girl. You know how uncomfortable pantyhose are? By the way, the why, moment you can, you take them off. Why was that? This is what I really didn't understand. Why was that woman killed? 
and shoved in a locker. <laughs> why? I don't know. Okay, I mean, so while this movie's going the, on, there's just a serial killer. Well, no, but no, the villain guy. The villain guy kills her. The bad guy who's but been. Why? But the biggest question to me he is. He has some line that 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 explains it, but I don't remember. But there's the question to me. I'm mementoed myself. <laughs> Forget the, about it. The main character that we're looking for, Lyles, uh, Mario Lopez's best friend that he's got to bring a picture of his best friend to remember what he looks like. That's weird. My only clue to my best friend is the picture of my best friend. Everybody in movies is carrying, last night's movie, picture of the daughter. Everybody in movies is like, I need a picture, otherwise the events of this movie cannot take place. So, but the one character that is assumed to be dead is not, he's in the brig, but multiple other people are also dying. Like the guy in the gyroscope, he died. Where did they put his body? By the way, they said you could be know. like your buddy over here, dead on the wheel. They cut to him breathing so heavy. <laughs> he, they cut to him and he's visibly breathing yeah. heavily. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> Dallas is alive. Yeah, get him some medical attention. I have an update <laughs> on Dallas. He's okay. That's what I mean. I think they got like one, one, t- one take of everything, and we're like, oh, who cares? Put it in. <laughs> who cares? As long as they're in long, long underwear, <laughs> oh. who cares? All I care about is that they're shirtless in boxer long shorts that go right underwear. to the knee. They're like board shorts, but tight. I realize yes. that. Yes. God. Like oh. what With those is socks. this? I do have one pair of underwear like this. Why? No, you don't. Wait, Paul. is it for wait, but is it you for don't. sports? It is. Okay. And okay. it's not that long. It, they are. Long, they are they're they are. Long, Sometimes they shoot long. down past my shorts that I'm wearing and That's I'm like, terrible. gotta heave them up. Shoot yeah. down? <laughs> How do they terrible. get that kind of propulsion? <laughs> what are you doing? They're, let me out. Them to let shoot me them. out. <laughs> Bam! Oh god. Fuck, fuck, fuck. They are very, um, yeah. They are they are tricky shorts. Uh, it's also it's when you see a man, when you see this a man. This is what they they're are in tricky. For, they're so tricky. If you didn't watch the movie, this is what they're in for. I'm going to say 75 percent of the movie. Absolutely, and they're well, that's also. His film. That's Paul, his, may yes, I say something about the the color of them? If they were crisp. Snow White, they're I would be oatmeal. okay, but they're oatmeal. Yes, they look like they're just like. Um, <sighs> how about also <sighs> the mock turtleneck? That's when I knew we were in trouble. We they're were wearing a, an oatmeal bodysuit tucked in real tight, and you love a bodysuit. I Jude, do. We're all you've the never time. met a bodysuit. <laughs> well, TV has the black turtleneck, like they're all Steve Jobs. Or mock tea. I just, can I just say something? You're neglecting to look at one important fact. Yes, they're oatmeal shorts, but they're also in brown shoes with black socks. They look like. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, they look like. What, like an older man, like, oh, I just wear, you know, like, hey, where are my sock garters? Like, it, it is. It is a gross look. Guys, this is post-apocalyptic. This is all we've got. So This is what we've got. And, and you know what we're neglecting to mention is <laughs> they do such a good job seeding and showing us all these guys in their boxer shorts so that later Richard Grieco, once given Mario Lopez's artifacts, can sniff his underwear. What's that about? For so long. 
for so, so long as... This is incredible. What the fuck is now, this? Lights down, lights down. Mommy, mommy. I will what? say that at least the actors and Mario Lopez, when he did, like, they, they do play it like, what the fuck is going on? I appreciate that. That's the most natural moment of the entire film is how and disturbed those hot. actors are. And super hot, did you so just say? hot. But why was he smelling? I don't know. Because he's an alien. So, I think he's got like heightened alien senses and is trying to get something off of I it. It seemed like right. the smell think... came into play. What's what? that? What did you just it say? It didn't seem like the smell came into play. It didn't no, seem you're like right. He smelled him. Or it's like you said, Paul. They were like, okay, we've got the guys will bring in the stuff. He's like, I- I'm going to do some stuff. Don't worry. Just roll on it. And then that's because what he did. Here's the thing they know he's gone, right? So what is he smelling that stuff for? Because he's not really love to, like, with him. identify him. Well, or cause... you would think he would then use his nose to, like, follow oh, him and be able to track him, out, him or something. Him but no, that doesn't happen. I thought it was yeah. more that he's, like, in love with Mario. That oh, he's, like, has a sexual, like, some sort of a, a sinister, He know, wants sadistic. his pheromones. Like, yeah, yeah. he just is starting to lose his mind. But there's part of him that wants to devour him sexually. Maybe. <laughs> Huh. Go 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 on. This is I don't this, know. I feel I so this is Clair fanfic no, for I, this movie. This I will say I, I mentioned it before, but I do think that Mario Lopez was doing some lovely work oh, in yeah. this movie. Yes. I really do. Like this was he is carrying the movie. And he's doing a really nice job. Oh, yeah. He felt like an anchor to me. When everything else didn't make sense, there were his dimples to to rely on. And and he does have a very good ability to casually toss off jokes and lines and stuff in a a movie where everybody else is unfortunately being very, by the book, here we are, we're in the military, blah, 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 so that he can be like, who cares? Uh, bye, bye. But so I would say what was uncomfortable to me about Mario Lopez in this film was he acted like someone from 1997. Like he felt very contemporary in a movie where no one else felt contemporary, which is bad, but also good for the viewer who's like, I don't get it. So thank God I have one thing to hold on to. I, I'd I, rather. Think that's tr- I think that's right. And I do agree with Jessica. Like the main thing I was like, I don't know what planet we're on. I don't know. 800 hours. Where do we travel? But I do know those dimples and I know that they are from planet Earth. Like to me, yeah. he's the, it, yes. to me I don't trust yes. anybody else in this movie yes. but those dimples. To me, right. he Dips, is, we're truly. in good hands. Yes. Yes. To me, he is the Olive Garden. Will I eat there? Normally, no. But if I'm in a place and I don't recognize any other restaurant... That's going to look to me. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to Olive Garden. Yes. I trust that that will provide I, Paul, me a fine meal. We went meal. to Olive Garden a few weeks ago. And, and it, it was, was fucking great. delicious, right? I had never right? been there before. And I know. I've also never, I've, I've also I've never, never been. been to Olive Garden. Let me tell you something, Jason. I was scared to go. And Paul said, it's great. And I said, it is. It's great. 
Really? I yes. Quality control. I was very it's scared. It's pasta. You can't mess it up. Thank and you. I, and then unlimited like, breadsticks. There was a 40 minute wait. And I said, are we really waiting for Olive Garden? And we waited and we waited and we waited. And <laughs> and then we went in and sat down. Service was absolutely wonderful. And a giant bowl of pretty fresh salad came out. Tell them about that salad, June. It was crisp. Delicious. It you can't crisp. get that dress. You can't get that dressing. Because no, that's, that that's a secret. That's a secret. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I want to let good. this go on. Is this an ad? <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Am I not aware we're doing an embedded ad? <laughs> this is pure passion. That dressing is good. You get that hot bread. The hot that bread with a little bit of delicious. Parmesan on it. It's delicious. My kids you looked have as at much us as, you want. as if we hid this Michelin star restaurant from them. Yes. They, they said, were like, this is the best meal of my life. Yes. My True. children's two favorite places now are Papa John's. And for the politics. I, for the politics. <laughs> well, my son says it all the time. He'll say, uh, I know Papa John's a bad man, but I love that pizza. <laughs> oh, that's cute. It's cute but I as gotta hell. Tell you, I'm uh, glad we're advertising for these two behemoths. Olive Garden, I have been sleeping on. And I, and I I've had been my sleeping, ass handed I've been to sleeping me. on a Casper mattress. Now, here's the thing. It arrives in a tiny box full of breadsticks. Oh, God. Um, let me ask you this. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. It's Saturday oh, night God. at Largo. Come on. In, in a movie with a lot of homoerotic imagery. Was there? <laughs> well, I guess this, I didn't notice. <laughs> in a movie with a lot of homoerotic uh, imagery, what did you think of the scene when Jamie Presley is seducing the guard outside How of the jail cell? How did we wait cell? this long? This. Mario Lopez's hand. That was single. That was the craziest. <laughs> one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I've ever seen. That we believe that Jamie Presley knows that Mario's gonna know to do a reach around. <laughs> yeah, they could not have planned that. Because Mario is in jail. They could not have planned that. That's the, not a thing. No. That's not that's but, but what was even the plan? Like, you just, I'll, you get close to him, and it why does he, wait, wait. I guess the question is, why does he have to touch his balls? <laughs> he doesn't, Jamie Presley could have touched his balls and pushed him there to get choked. Because same, same end result. He doesn't, it's just for fun. <laughs> That's for shits and gigs. <laughs> it's, for, it's a goof, it's fun. It's a goof. You know, it's what fun, it and it's also like a little bit of a fuck you. In what way? Just in like it, just like fuck you, guard, and <laughs> yeah, you thought it was a woman. It's a this man. This is what you yeah. could have had. Yeah, on yeah. You. it's a man. Yeah, you thought I wanted to fuck you. A man's grabbing your dick right now. <laughs> From when Jamie Presley it. shows her hands like a magician, she's like. <laughs> but meanwhile, she's fifteen pallid. feet away from him. Of course, it's not her hands. <laughs> like. 
Like it was such a great like. It was just like, crazy. It was like, it, it, honestly, their sex scene went on for so long that I was like, well, maybe they did discuss this possible scenario <laughs> somewhere that night. Did you find it awkward or uncomfortable when he was like? He, I want to say he's fucking her from behind, but he's not because she's she's like laying he's like laying on top of her from behind, and they're just like it's a we it's weird imagery because they're not moving really. It's just like well, it he's like look- planked on her. This movie lives in a world in which all of sex is gentle caresses, and that's it. It's all. I know. Yeah. But you know what? In the Grosso movies, in the Grosso movies that we have done. Starfishing, there he is. She is trying to get as far away from him as possible. There's the starfish. (laughs) Yep. If I was having sex with someone and they were doing that, I would be like, stop, stop, you're going to hurt yourself. Are you okay? Yeah. It is really, I mean, this movie has, you know, besides great sex scenes, amazing fight scenes. That was a little too Mario. And again, he's committing and he is our North Star and he is our Olive Garden. But his fight scenes were a little too West Side Story for me. Yeah. His fight scenes were like, oh, I can fight. I take Taibo every Wednesday. 9 yeah, to 10 30. I'll go right. a step further and say all of the military scenes are also like, give me no hope that this no. is an effective military I, force. I wrote down this was written by someone who kind of watched a military movie. Yeah. Like, I think they say stuff like this. I won't watch it to what make sure. What I couldn't sure. understand is they've got the military training exercise where they're using live bullets for holograms. Uh, again, are they holograms? Yes, because yes. they disappear. Yeah. So that's what I couldn't make any sense of. But the holograms also have live bullets. Okay, so any headshot... How? That's what I mean, because our guys get hit with real bullets. Right. So So holograms are shooting real bullets from hologram guns. And the holograms are shooting machine guns. So there's not a lot of, like, intense accuracy. And it's also, like... Because they don't have much of a set, it's just three dudes standing with their legs spread apart like they're riding a horse. Like, there's no military. There's no military training whatsoever. They're not in any formation. They're They're just like scared. They're like, yeah. It's as if like it happened. Yeah, it's okay. It's as if it happened to regular people. Not at all. Even people in the military, they're supposed to be experts at this. Greco's training them terribly. And, and I guess like when you've seen this movie or, or a scene like this before, it's normally a person on a range. It's like, woman with shopping cart, don't shoot her. Bad guy, oh, shoot him. Like, you know, it's like, this is all bad guys. And they all just popped out of different windows and doors. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Which, I mean, it seems like most of their training is just like upper body work. Yeah. They're jousting right. in one it's scene like American Gladiators. And in, the obstacle, yeah. and in the obstacle course, they never take cover. They're like, yes. our job is to be as out in the open as possible. It's wild. It's a wild movie, and I think it deserves this audience to ask us some questions or 
to illuminate us. Maybe the director and writer is out here. Maybe we know <laughs> oh, about God, the oatmeal shorts. Not. We don't know. Maybe Richard Grieco is here. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> Mr. Grieco? Um, Paul, before you... Uh, yeah. Okay. I, if you don't mind, before you do, I do just want to give my favorite Richard Grieco quote For, of the movie. Yeah. Okay? Please. And it is... <laughs> Would you ram a bayonet up your own mama's coochie and feed her liver to the devil? That was improvised. Yeah, for sure. It was improvised, but Mario Lopez says yes to that faster than would you kill the president. He's like, would you kill the president? Yes. Would you kill your mother? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Speaking of a Richard Grieco line, I'm going to have you do your best version of, say, for Pete's sake. Um, and so say your name and for Pete's sake and your question. Yeah, uh, my name's Clint. Oh, for Pete's sake. That's, That's really good. good. It's great. Um, That's great. My question about Richard Grieco's character is he can heal from bullets to the face instantly. His fluids. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> That's a good question, though. I'm sorry, my... ma'am. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he heals from bullets to his face. His fluids cure the scar on the person's arm. Why does he have a scar on his face? We never find out, we right? We never find out. I, my conjecture, Grieco wanted it. Yeah. Wait, who Grieco's like, what? My, guy, oh, my yeah. guy has a scar. And they were like, oh, but your guy heals from anything. He's still got a scar. I'm going to go to the <laughs> S-Man. I'm going to go to Pete the S-Man. I saw his hand up over here. All right, Pete. Yeah, right here. I'm right, oh, yeah. All right, so here we go. You're, uh, we know your name. It's Pete. Uh, but give me for Pete's sake. Oh, for Pete's sake. Uh, and uh, your question. Here we go. For my sake. <laughs> Great. Um, I thought you were going to touch on this with the director. Yes. I have some uh, amazing movies okay. that he's done. Some of them probably are problematic. Not the 1313. It's the movie that he made 14 in two years. So, Paul, you have a better voice, so I'm yeah. going to go ahead. Uh, the Wrong Student. The wrong crush. The wrong man. The wrong cruise. The wrong friend. The wrong teacher. So this is the this is the wrong. The series. wrong boy next door. The wrong stepmom. The wrong mommy. The wrong tutor. The wrong cheerleader. The, did you say the wrong the mom? Ro- the, and wrong the wrong house sitter. The wrong wedding planner. The wrong stepfather. The wrong cheerleading coach. The wrong fiance, the wrong Mr. Right, the wrong Prince Charming, the wrong Valentine, the wrong cheer captain, the wrong blind date, the wrong high school sweetheart. And that's it. Wow. Wow. Great. Great observation. You had me at the wrong mommy. The wrong and, and very quickly, Jessica, it's so great to see you. I moved from New York out to L.A. I just want to know, how is the Sinclair Fabergé egg collection going Well, <laughs> I was going to bring up that grandmother. We used to bring her to Olive Garden all the time. It was her favorite restaurant in South Philly. And we would say that it was her birthday every time, even if it was like and she was mortified. But I will tell you what. Do they bring out a spread when it's your I birthday? It's they almost like when you're there, you're your family. It's exactly like that. Somehow, this is a second spot? <laughs> what? How much are they giving us for these We're spots? In a couple we better minutes. be getting Olive Garden bucks. What is this? Hi, what's your name? Chelsea. Chelsea, uh, give me your best for Pete's sake. 
for Pete's sake. Oh, I like it. All right, great. Now your question. So following up on the director, he is actually a former um, adult film star. Okay. And this came up with um, a Talking, talking cat. cat. And there's actually a theme in all of his movies that he specifically casts men that he likes to see in outfits that he used to wear during his uh, days as an adult film star. So that's why the casting in this movie is all a very specific body type and why they're all in their very long tidy whities and boots the whole time. He wow. had to wear those? Wow. So I will tell you this. I will tell you this. As you he just said this, this, you have unlocked a core memory. This is... Here we go. Oh, no. And oh, away no. we go. Oh, no. Paul, you have the stage. I don't want to be sad again. No. (laughs) Don't make me sad. Paul, Paul, were you in this movie? uh, When Human Giant was uh, shooting in Los Angeles, before downtown got repurposed as, you know, very artistic and nice, it was kind of just a trash bag, bunch of stages and sets that you could get for really cheap. And so we were in this one stage, and you could rent, like, like every floor you could rent a different stage and on the front of the building we had our little poster it said you know filming mtv human giant and then there was another one that says uh letters to lonnie and i was like oh letters to lonnie is in the basement and so i went downstairs to go get a to take a phone call and i go down the stairs just a little bit and as i turn there is uh, a naked man in a um, in <laughs> in a uh, like a military hat and those shoes and socks. Those uh, like that kind of like military look, and he had a heart on. And I realized that he was shooting. He was shooting. Letters to Lonnie was an adult film, and that was going on there. And you've just remembered. This. Oh my god. And he and he was like kind of on a smoke break and was like, hey, and I was like, hey, we're we're shooting upstairs and he was shooting downstairs in multiple He's like, ways. I'm shooting all over, yeah. man. <laughs> Fluids, but, baby. Wow. But that look seems similar. Maybe it was, maybe it was And he just this. has to maintain an erection just throughout I did craft not, service. Hour you day? just have to be completely stay there for smoking? too long. I just remember the image of seeing those. I remember it because I was like, phone, 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 shoes, <laughs> dick, hat. I'm going to go upstairs. Like I, it, was, it was all very quick. Oh, you know, man. it was not like I was there for a long time. But I remember seeing shoes and pulled up socks and like uh, a helmet <laughs> that you would wear in the trenches. Uh, so maybe. A hat. <laughs> all wow, right. So, Paul, wow. Paul. Seem like a gen- nice gentleman. Letters to Lonnie. I don't know if anyone's seen it. Anyone? Letters to Lonnie. This episode promos a lot of stuff. <laughs> I wish we could watch that. All right, we have a question over here. Uh, what is your name? Your best letters. Uh, not best letters to Lonnie. <laughs> your best letters to Lonnie. <laughs> your best. Uh, what Paul is your name? Don't be creepy, Paul. Paul gets canceled. <laughs> uh, your best letters to Lonnie. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what was in those letters to Lonnie. I don't know. Um, all right, uh, your name, your best Pete's sake, and your question. My name is Gonzo. For Pete's sake. 
All right, I like it. It's understated. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, I had a problem um, from the get-go where it's at least insinuated that he's there to find his friend, protect his friend, do something with his friend. Yet at the end of the movie, his friend is shot dead in front of him and barely reacts. He's kind of like, yes. he's like, oh barely. shit, I, I spilled Both, some milk. He's yeah. more upset barely. about Quintana yeah. than oh. he is yes. about his friend. And also, I'm I'm still like thinking about the mechanics of the reach reach around. Um, so agree. Yeah. So you, you can you can clearly see it's a brown hand, so it's his cellmate. So his friend's reaching around and rubbing it's his car. Jerking the guy off. Yeah. So he's rubbing his cock with one hand. The guy's enjoying it for half a second before he realizes it's not uh, Jimmy Presley. Then Mario Lopez grabs him from behind, yeah. insinuating that Mario Lopez is probably resting his cock and balls on top of the guy's head <laughs> yeah. whilst this is going on. I, I agree I because that was confusing. And that's the poster. That image. Wow. You see the door, somebody. <laughs> I couldn't figure out. I wow. felt like they thought that was hilarious or something because Jamie Presley, sh- like, she's seducing the guard. Yes, and we he's talked like, about oh, it while you were so in the good. bathroom. But she just walks away and is like, and it's and it's the guys in the cell are both jerking him off and then choking him out. Well, which, I can't I mean, believe is that is the was... name of one of this director's movies. Yeah, can't believe that. Was now, fine. but now what I'm understanding here, we still got it. The Olive Garden. When you hear your fucking family. The wrong jerk off. The wrong choking him out. But now it does make sense. He's like, Lyles, let's do that thing that we do. Okay. I get the cock. You get his neck. But you're right. <laughs> I will say to your initial point, you're absolutely right. He's in voiceover. His goal is to find his friend, the guy he's carrying a picture of. They have, you know, he's his, you know, whatever. And then he finds him. Oh, my God. They, they have a brief moment. The guy is shot dead in front of him. And he's like, later. But- okay, but here's my favorite thing about Lyle, too, is that when they find each other, they have a moment together. And then I think like a few minutes later, Lyle's lying on the bed, just staring straight ahead. Oh, yeah. There's no energy of like, now we're going to get the fuck out of here. I've been trapped here. And Lyle's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm looking for a way out. (laughs) Isn't Lyle reading? I'm still resting. I thought he went to go back to reading. Here, um, I just will quickly show you, you know, for those of you who are concerned, did you give his friend a second look? Maybe the producer shot that as well because they added this VO. So this is the end into the VO here. I keep going over it in my head trying to remember the exact sequence of events trying to think of all the alternate paths I might have taken. Looking for the one that could have saved Lyles and the others. If I only had a second chance. You'll get one, Murphy. Someday we all will. No! How? How are you given second chances at the events of the movie? You cannot bring your best friend back to life, but I do love this Someday moment, too. Someday we all will, she says? I want to be clear. This is the last line of the movie. Some she says, you you will get a second chance at what? You at can't to the events of this movie. You'll no. be able to do it differently and save Is all he your trying friends. Trying to queue up, there'll be a sequel. I think so. I think it's like there That's will be bold. a sequel. This will because this is of course it is bold. It's this- the journey. This absolution. Has got a lot of movies made. That's true. How about when the is- journey colon resurrection? Yeah. 
I will just say, just to point out this one thing, the special effects clearly were done way after, and this moment when they're all looking at the alien, they probably said, you're going to see this cool alien being, and what they could afford was just a flashing yellow light. Uh, but they all are picturing something way cooler, so here we go. See that your mission is nearing completion. We have monitored your progress on the blue planet for some time. From your arrival and integration into the human habitat... To your rise of command of the academy, you have done well. But I must now Back urge you to, to accelerate the implementation of the celestial game. Letters to Lonnie. With each hour, the survival That's of our great from race is by the conditions of our own. And why is the evil alien the, the voice of movie phone? At 710, you can see Avatar 2, way off water. The Earth will be destroyed by our great leaders. It's like... <laughs> Time is of the essence. The cycle is almost <laughs> complete. The attack force will be ready to strike. So guys, time is running out. Let's their objective has to be clear. They must be hits. ready to give their lives for the cause. The weak will fall. I swear to God, this is what letters to Lonnie look like. I would believe Many you. years later, many years later, I shot in that basement with Christopher Lloyd uh, a funnier die sketch, and I couldn't get that image out of my head. I would believe it if this was all repurposed footage from a different movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so obviously we had opinions about this film, but there are people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for Second Opinion. Zach, take it away. What is this I see? A low-quality movie is on my screen. That means June, Paul, and Jason will have to see... Provide us all with funny commentary, <laughs> literally. If you have something to say, because you have eclectic taste, you know Amazon is the place, because no one can see your face. Grico's character is not gay. Leather gloves and cigars all day. Are they in the military? Let's hear your opinion. Opinion, opinion, opinion. Your second opinion. Your five-star opinion, 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 opinion. Let's hear your opinion, 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 opinion. Your second opinion, 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 opinion. All right, let's give it up for Zach. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you, Zach. Um, great job. Very hard to find any opinions about this movie, but we did. Uh, the average rating is a 2.6 out of 5 stars. There are 158 total reviews. 19% are 5 stars. 35% uh, are 1 star reviews. Timothy W. Thompson writes, Never saw this movie before. Fun. Title, fun. 5 stars. Then we move uh, on to Letterbox. For the love of Pete, <laughs> Richard Grieco is getting no notes on his ad-libbing in most scenes and random and clearly reading off of cue cards and others. It is tragic, but the gravitas and hilarity and charm he brings to the screen is undeniable. My favorite bad sci-fi movie, the whole set and crew, aside from Lopez and Grieco, clearly moonlit 
as a stars of a Skinamax feature. Um, flamingly fantastic stars. I love every inch of every shit of this wild film. And that, and you wrote that one? <laughs> this is the weirdest one. It's a third opinion. Um, it's a one-star review from Luis, and he writes, So, I tried to listen to this movie with my earbuds, but the sound only came out on the left earbud only. And the right earbud is where you would hear like, the background sounds and footsteps. So then I started with the right earbud in, and I could only hear people talking around me. Then I noticed the characters' mouths were moving and talking, but I didn't hear anything. I was perplexed, so I had to put both earbuds in to listen. Weird. Uh, I only give it one star because there's zero, you can't give zero stars. So a waste of my time and energy. One star. I will tell you, Paul, if, if that person had the Beats earbuds, earphones, ear Linked things, in my Amazon store. Thank in my you Amazon so much. I'm sorry. Is well. this an ad for Beats? They wouldn't have you don't that, lose them. They wouldn't have that trouble because they just lay, a, you could wear them. They magnetically close right here like a little <laughs> necklace. You never lose you them. You never lose them. They're wonderful. Beats. What the Beats. fuck is happening? Beats the Beats buds. Can we just shout out things and yeah. and and and? Yeah, if they come up. Yeah, okay. They, wow. You know, they come up organically. Of um, these are some of the tags that this movie has on IMDb: sex scene, asteroid, male nudity, alien, post-apocalypse, female frontal nudity, bare-chested male, rear-entry sex, <laughs> blonde. Lust, these kissing. Are all, I feel like these are all Pornhub categories. Yeah. Kissing while having sex. Man wears underwear. Woman on top sex. Reference to Sun Tzu. Low budget film. Space station. Military training. Martial arts. Bully comeuppance. Independent film. Okay, now. That about covers it. That pretty much replicates almost entirely my notes. But I will say, where is there a space station? No space station. Unless we are on one. Oh. I don't, I mean, I, I think, think we're in like the Arctic or something, aren't we? No, that's all of America is now. Just a we're wasteland? We're in New America. Just, new America Just, is completely frozen. That's right. Well, any uh, final thoughts? Would you recommend this movie? Uh, would you recommend this to your friends, your family? <sighs> No, never. No, never. I'll be honest. I, I don't know if I'd recommend it to myself. Yeah, <laughs> having you have no memory it, of that it. I've seen it. Like I, I don't know. I don't ever want to discuss this again. I want to forget about it. This I never happened. Yeah, I want to put this in a place I never return. That to. being said, I would encourage everybody to watch it. One hundred percent. Thank you, everybody, for coming out to the show. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica Sinclair. And there is one thing I want to bring up to you, something I think is really cool that we've been doing. Um, I am a part of this organization called Tusk, and we are raising money for our crew members affected by the strike. So what I am doing right now is helping put together a giant celebrity auction where you can do very cool things. You can actually eat corn dogs with Brett Gelman, Murray from Stranger Things. You can get a vase from Seth Rogen. You can hang out and smoke weed with Woody Harrelson. You can have me pick your fantasy draft 
and so much more. Head on over to tusktogether.com, hit on auction, and start bidding now. And just a reminder, How Did This Get Made is going on tour. We are almost sold out all across all the venues we're at, but not yet New Jersey. I want to say Red Bank, we're coming for you. We want you to come out to that show. And you know what? We got a special thing lined up for New Jersey that I think might knock your socks off. I'm working on it. I'm not saying it's going to happen, happen, but there might be something really special happening that night. Now, people, I want to remind you, tpublic.com is your one-stop shop for all of your How Did This Get Made needs. We're going to have exclusive merch on tour, but the only place to get exclusive merch right now is cheappublic.com. Check out the How Did This Get Made store. You can go there. You see all the designs of all of our shirts. Um, anyway, if you have comments, concerns, questions, whatever, let us know. That's right. Hit me up at the Discord, discord.gg slash hdtgm or 619-PAUL-ASK. 619-PAUL-ASK. You can come in, help us out, maybe even give us an alt tagline for this abomination of absolution and we will get you on the show um a big thank you once again to jessica st Clair and our amazing team producers scott sonny molly reynolds and our movie picking producer avril halley and our engineer casey halford we'll see you next week for last looks bye for now